Hello and welcome to another episode of Love London Love Culture. I hope you're all well and feeling feeling positive. Um, I'm feeling really, really positive at the moment given how many wonderful theatre announcements we've had this week. Um, it's just really, really, really positive um, to, to hear about, even if it's difficult for me to keep up and keep track of everything that's happening and when it's very opening. Um, but today I want to talk about specifically and celebrate uh, new uh, British musicals that have been emerging even during lockdown, um, which is, is in, in my mind and I'm sure in everybody else's who's listening, is really impressive and sure it deserves to be celebrated. Um, because while it's fabulous work that we get all these Broadway musicals um, to the West End, etc., we tend to forget that we've got a huge range of talents in the form of composers that should be having their work highlighted and showcased. And I know there are a lot of producers out there that are really devoted to promoting these shows and I think now that theatre has been closed for a while it's time for a reset and to rethink about what kind of theatre we want to see on our stages and it would be nice to see newer work, newer musicals. Now I understand a lot of the musicals that have been produced are on a smaller scale so how that will work on bigger stages is kind of difficult to see but where there's a will and there's a way and I think we should we should start celebrating that new work a lot more. Um, I know this is a topic that we've, we've it's been very much discussed over the last few years um, among theatre professionals. Um, but progress does seem to be slowly happening, um, particularly during lockdown. I'm, I've, I've got to say, I've heard a few new little cast recordings um, of musicals that are coming up, for example, Cases. Five has just released a, a cast recording as well. It's just really impressive to see that people are really determined to still bring people new work to the stage, even if it's not quite the way we were expecting to see it at the moment. Um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about some musicals that are, I've heard about, seen, uh, just to give you an idea of what, what is out there if you really look for it. And I think if you're looking for something new to watch, please, please go and champion some of these because they need your support. And if and when they come to the stage, show them your support as much as you would a big western show because they deserve it just as much i know i'm sure those who are working with big western shows have been working tireless behind stage behind closed doors to make sure that things are safe for people when theatres start reopening in may june july uh, onwards but we need to concentrate on new work. Let's, let's give that shout out to some of the rays for um, for those little little shows who 
who are that have been providing so much entertainment during the last last year or so. So the reason that I decided to talk about this subject today is yesterday I ended up watching another new musical uh, called Treason. Now it was recording a, a concert form at Cadogan Hall and it's about the gunpowder plot. Now you might think, okay, well, that's not your typical idea for a musical, and you'll be right. I, I was quite surprised that someone has decided to make this into a musical. However, I think it really works. There is a sort of, it's spirited, it's passionate. Yes, it is very dark. The, the lyrics and some of the songs are very, very dark. Um, but I loved... The, the darkness, the way it brought history to life through very poetic narration. I really hope that they'll keep an element of that as the show develops, um, because I think it's really it's really worthwhile, um, and it, it captures the tone of the show as well perfectly. Um, it's it's just simply wonderful. Um, if it, it, Already, even though it's only 50 minutes in this concert version, it's only streaming this weekend for a limited time. Um, but it, it is worth a watch. It's strong. Even though it's 50 minutes long, it has a consistency about it. It's consistent. There's no moment where you feel like your energy falls in at any point. And it is, it's really, really impressive how sleek the cast were well matched for the roles. Um, yes, the, the story can be fleshed out now that we know that it's got, it's got a strong core to it story-wise, strong, strong narrative, so to speak. Um, I think it's got great potential. We'd need be great to see further character development, particularly for the female characters, which I think give it an extra depth. Um, it's, it is very male dominated, but of course that was what back then women didn't really have that much to say, but hopefully again, female characters will have a bit more of a say in a fuller, fuller length show. Even if the next time we see it is still um, in, a, in a concert form, I would be interested to see how scenes are fleshed out a little bit more, um, the characters interacting a little bit more. But as it stands, it's a, it's really it's a really worthwhile um, show to sort of take in as it is. Um, now, my next the next musical on my list um, has, I haven't heard any of the music. Um, I haven't seen it in any shape or form. Um, but I, it's worth mentioning because it's going to be a show that brings up the topic of mental health, which I think is quite pertinent. And I think given everyone's experiences in the last 12 months, it's going to resonate with a lot of people. Now, I did an interview with the writer, Catherine Mincer, uh, which is available to read now on the website. Um, and it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that ebb and flows. It's supposed to be coming out online or 
it's a, a some kind of production form at some point this year not quite sure when yet um but it's been worked on and it's a testimony to how hard people are working to bring shows and topics to the stage that you wouldn't normally talk about on stage now obviously we've got a huge musical in the form of dear evan hansen um that has a little bit of focus on mental health or a lot of focus depending on, on how you see it um but i think it's good to have a lesser known or a new work to re-examine this topic from a different perspective in this case it's from a female character's perspective who doesn't understand feelings and everything when she experiences happiness she's not quite sure what to do and we've all felt like that whenever a piece of good news has been coming in we don't know how to react to it so it is certainly one to watch out for uh, but in the meantime read more about it on the web our website for our interview um, you can find it through social media as well um, it's again another show that's going to be worth championing, championing um, in the long run. So for my next musical that I want to just discuss with you all, uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Now this is another one where it was supposed to be able to be seen live by people in the natural theatre, um, but sadly, obviously, with the uh, lockdown it had to be changed into an online um, event uh, production. Now, I love this because it's a family-friendly musical. You don't really see many full-length family musicals emerging. And particularly one that's is, is, is as enchanting as this one. It's got magic. It, it feels like it's, it focuses on the environment and how we, we treat our surroundings in a little sense. You have to watch it to see what I mean, but you can pick up on little points on, on that. But I was thoroughly enchanted. I loved the variety of characters, um, the music, the, the magic effects. Even though I was watching it through the screen, it felt like I was, I was in the theatre. And that, that makes me sad in a little sense because I wish I had been there in person to see it. Um, it's just a really lovely musical, essential character. She's really gutsy. She's 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 just an amazing, gutsy, heroic. Okay, she makes a few mistakes along the way. Um, but she's she's passionate as well. She's she's certainly a character that we want to look out for. Um, and it's a it's well, well thought out piece of musical theatre um, that has so much potential, as of the other two that I've already mentioned. Um, but it's really lovely to be able to include a new family musical um, because I think we need more things like that. If we want children to get into theatre, we need stuff that is going to appeal to them. This musical does not talk down to kids. It treats them like equals. And that's impressive. Um, 
And it's, it's all about also finding your genes, finding the genes that you want to worry across. Um, takes a lot of determination. You can't just expect it to happen. You've got to keep pushing for it. That's, that's something that I took away from it. Um, but I really I loved this. I just loved it. Um, so if you can catch it while it's streaming uh, online, please, please do so. Uh, share your support. Um, it's it's really really worth it. Um, again, during lockdown, we probably found that our intake of social media, podcasts, um, and all sorts of gone up, and which is why I found public domain such an interesting piece. Um, to sort of watch because it uses words taken, found on on social media and transforms it into gratis stories and things and characters. And it was really intriguing to see what can be done with, with that. Um, I do feel like it needs a little bit more work uh, to make it a little bit more consistent. Um, Again, it just shows you it's taking a subject that you would never thought would work on a, on a, in a musical and changes it into something where actually it's, it's contemporary, it's, it's drawing characters, and some parts you sort of find yourself listening to and you sort of think, actually, yeah, I kind of thought that myself, or it's, it's a relatable one. If you've ever got, if you've got social media, you will be able to relate to public domain in some shape or form. Um, then I move on to the fabulous Fox Sister, um, which is just one of the sharpest, written, witty, quirky, out there musicals I've ever seen. So it's about the Fox Sisters who inadvertently. Um, discovered spiritualism. Now, <laughs> it's it's a one-woman musical, and it's I don't know what to say. It's really it's really clever. Um, I never thought a one-person musical could ever work. Could actually hold your interest for a long period of time, but it does. Um, I think if it was to develop further, if they wanted to extend it further, yes, they would have to get the other sisters involved a bit more, uh, just to give flesh out the story a little bit more, uh, and add a different points of view, just to keep it keep it feeling um, fresh, vibrant, <laughs> add a little bit of extra humour. But I thought it was really cleverly done, and held my attention from start to finish um, in, a, in a wonderful way. Um, it's, it's fabulous and as always it's, it's great to see how these things will develop um, along the way. So I hope that we see a lot more of these musicals but also um, everything else that's going on. So I've also taken as I mentioned, uh, there have been a number of cast recordings come out as well. 
Um, so I listened to Cases the musical, uh, which had its premiere about four four years ago, and it's still still being developed, and which is absolutely fine. We can, you know, but I, again, I really love the music to it. It's about artists trying to find their way. It's all the highs, lows. Um, and it's really, really, really fascinating to sort of listen to again. You can find that cast recording um, online, uh, which is perfect if you're looking for something new to listen to, um, which I'm sure by now you are, because if you're anything like me, getting tired of hearing the same things over and over again. Um, there are plenty of other cast recordings out there to listen to as well, um, to catch up on, um, but that's for a whole, whole different different episode, I think. Um, these are just a few of the shows that I wanted to talk to you about today. There are so many more that are being developed that I haven't even heard of yet. Um, no one has. But what I think we should do is we should remember that with the success of shows like Six, everybody's talking about Jamie, that started off, okay, so everybody's talking about Jamie starting in the regional theatre. That's still good. You, you need to widen the search for new musicals. And to, there are a wide variety of competitions and everything else and opportunities for people to put their work out there. Um, but as Six and everybody's talking about Jamie shows, we have got the talent here to make great musicals. And we, there's no reason why we cannot have our fair share of musicals transferred to Broadway. As Six kind of did before, before Broadway was shut down last year. Um, hopefully it won't be too much longer before Americans over there get to really experience it and see the, the show for themselves to see what, what it's like. Um, it's become a real cultural phenomenon and it really this it really shows what British musicals are all about. The strength in British musicals is capturing a piece, a subject with concise and, and enjoyment and entertainment and all kinds of things and taking a subject and making it important, highlighting its importance in the world. Um, I'm not entirely sure how that works for six. Six shows that the women's Henry VIII's rise in a different light. Putting a spin on history like that can really, really make you think about things differently. And I think that's what we do really well over here. We sort of think, hang on, this isn't quite right. What if we turned this bit of history on the back on its head or inspiration can be found in so many places i think that's the one thing that i take away you don't have to necessarily rely on films to make a musical not not that there's anything wrong with that but i think having more original ideas is a huge huge importance um in creating musical theatre. Um, 
and I think we need to have the more the courage to sort of accept that, not just here, um, but also in America. I think America needs to sort of broaden horizons a little bit. Not that I'm saying that shows based on films are terrible um, concept, but I think we need something. Certainly, certainly something different to jazz it up um, and keep keep it going. Keep musical theatre alive. Celebrate new work um, in all forms. So, I really, really, really hope that that is something that's going to change now. That theatres are slowly starting to be reopened. Um, if we can just bring new work to the stage in the same way that we're happy to bring new British plays to the stage, can we bring new British musicals to bigger stages? Um, I know there are certainly a fair few venues, smaller venues in London, that champion new musicals. Um, so I think producers and West End producers need to sort of maybe take some of these stories on board and say, well, hang on, how can we make this bigger? Um, take a chance on, on new composers, please. It would be so wonderful uh, to see. So that's what I've got to say today. Um, so next week's um, episode, I don't want to tell you, give you an indication of what I'm going to be talking about the following week. But today I am. Um, Got a bit of an exclusive interview for you next week. Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is because I'm not able to say exactly what this person's doing at the moment until a little bit closer to the time. So if you can just tune in, um, if you're curious enough, please feel free to tune in. Um, but yeah, I hope that you have a wonderful weekend wonderful week and I will certainly be back next week with this interview um, which I'm feeling pretty excited about um, so please tune in next week and uh, I'll see you then all right thank you